0: May be seated. Well, it is good to see you here this morning. It's good. To, it's good to be back. It's um. It's like we say we'd be back. It, it's it's a new year. It's we've had the holidays, and sometimes you come through the holidays and you're just tired. You you go through the new years and all the travel, all the all the hoopla, and everything that goes on around the holiday season, Christmas and stuff. It is very tiring for many. Um. You you call it a break, but it's really not much of a break, for many. Uh, the word consistency. This year, um, this year we're we're going to be doing some cool things. We're going to be doing some different things, and I can't even tell you all the things we're going to be doing. But God is just going to do it. Um, consistency, though. Have you ever noticed how there's not much random in life? Think about it. Weather's pretty consistent. It's going to rain. It's going to be hot. It's going to be cold. It's going to be, I mean, here in South Alabama, here in the South, it's consistent. I mean, we've been running around in shorts for the last several, several days, and we're going to be in snow, possibly, before nighttime. Oh, it's crazy, and that's just how it is. But consistency, think about it. I like going to the beach. I just like music, the sounds of the the water. It goes in and it comes out. I like... uh, Think about the seasons, think about the sun, the moon, everything is consistent. wonder why it is. God is a consistent God. God is a, God's not random. We don't serve a random God. We don't serve a God who's one way one minute and another way the next. He's, he's consistent. And I think that's what He desires of us most, is consistency. And, and I look around, I mean, as a pastor coming here on New Year's, it's like excited, we're ready, we're going, and I look and I see, I mean, I could literally put every single one of you in this room, in this section of pews. You'd be uncomfortable, but I could put every one of you right here. And you know, it just gets under my skin, and I'm sitting back there thinking, I'm hearing y'all, but I'm thinking about last Sunday's sermon. Hey you, follow me. Hey you, don't look over there, don't look to the left, don't look to the right, don't look at that one, two, three, four, five six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven completely empty pews in the sanctuary. Don't even look at that this morning. But it's true. Guys, let me tell you something about the God we serve. He desires consistency. You want to see your, you want to see your walk go to another level? You want to see God just radically show out that word consistency. Uh, That word's not perfection. That word's not uh, sinlessness. That word is not pure holiness. No, it's just it's kind of like you isn't it amazing it's kind of like what you do tomorrow morning at work or at school. What do you do? You just Show back up. You drag them bones back in one more time. All the, I just, I just come one more time. But guess what? You're there. Imagine, church. We gave that type of effort to the Lord. Imagine. We gave the, we gave the, uh, the, what's the word, the loyalty to God that, boss gets. We gave loyalty to so many things that boss gets. Consistency. Go over. Go over to Hebrews. Hebrews. You know, uh, this morning, it was going to be a 2021 in review. God did so many things. God did so many things in this church last year. God did so many things in the lives. I came up last Sunday and I talked about how God is doing amazing things and He is. God is working. God is you're not who you were. I want y'all to I want you to do something for me right now as many of you are turning. I came here in October of two thousand and twenty. Um remember two thousand and twenty was kind of a crazy year, wasn't it? Remember? I saw something on Facebook that you're like, you're excited for a new year until you realize that this year is 2022. With a T-O-O. It's you just pronounced it's 2020 also. 2022. I came in October. And this is for the church. And I'll do this second service too. I came in two, October of 2020. If you were not consistently coming, if you were not part of Chapel Hill Baptist Church in October of 2020 i want you to stand up just stand up just a quick up stand there for a second if you were not part of chapel hill baptist church and you were not coming whenever i first showed up to this church stand up okay y'all look around church now sit down okay i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that second service too because God is adding to the body. God is adding faces regularly. And that's with 11 pews completely empty. That's with a lot of pews completely empty. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. I quote this all the time. Without faith it's impossible to please God. And I stop right there. But look at the next section. Almost 11.6b. Almost And without faith it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. New American says seek. King James, New King James, I think NIV, NIV says earnestly. King James, New King James says diligently. Seek Him. It It is a regular it is a regular occurrence that constantly happens on a daily basis. We brush our teeth daily. We go to the bathroom daily. We, we do all of these things daily, consistently daily we do these things. And God has, is not a random God. He's not a hit or miss God. He's not a vacation, traveling, gone here or there. No, God is a God who is regularly God. And that's what he desires of us. Consistency. Consistency. This year we're going to be reading scripture together. We're going to be reading and and, and we're going to read the Bible together. We're not going to read the whole Bible. For years we'll Memorize scripture a year. We'll read through parts of the book, the Bible. We'll read through the whole Bible. When we do the whole Bible, that's a hard one because let me tell you, what happens is we get over into Numbers and the Chronicles and all that, the Judges, and we build stuff over and over. And you know what a lot of people do? They quit. And they get snowballed. That's the word I use. It's like they get a day or two behind and. A week or two behind, you ever been there, or a month behind, and you look at that piece of paper and it's just daunting. It's like, oh my goodness. Inside your bulletin, inside your bulletin, if you look inside the memory verse, see the memory verse right there? We're going to be using, in your phone, the F260 Bible out, Foundations, F260, we're not going to be... We're going to be studying this together. We're going to be reading the same chapters together. But we're not going to be reading every chapter of the Bible together. Okay? If if you're one of those people that read it every single year, keep on reading. Stay faithful in reading the Word of God. But if you look there inside, see where it says memory verse? See right there? It says, Genesis 1 and 2, Monday. That's tomorrow we're reading Genesis 1 and 2. See that T? That's Tuesday. We read Genesis 3 and 4. W? That's Wednesday. You know you get the whole first part. TH is what? Thursday. Eleven empty pews? What is TH? Exactly. Don't miss it. And F is Friday. That's what we're going to be reading. And what do you say? Well, what about the two S's? You take a vacation, you take a break, you catch up, you study, you read, you see the memory verses. There's memory verses that goes along with these two, uh, with this week. It's the F260 Bible app. You can pull it up on your phone. You can stay. It can remind you. It's anywhere from two to three, maybe four chapters at times a day. It's not a whole lot. It's really easy. I'm going to be preaching off of it. I'm going to be preaching off of, especially on the Wednesday nights. What I usually do is like on Wednesday night, it'll be something that we read that day or that week or that's coming up. I'll be using it on Sunday. But what we're going to do is we're going to consistently read the Bible. Last year, I tried to consistently get us to memorize Scripture. This year, we're going to consistently read the Bible. Seek Him daily. Guys, how's your prayer life? All I can do is simply ask that question to you, and you know where you stand with it. How's your prayer life? Guys, a constant conversation with the Lord is necessary. Diligently seek Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because he who comes to God must believe that He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. That seek Him Consistently on a daily basis. Not just, not just on the morning when I'm reading my daily Bible read, but no, all through the day, all through the moment, all through life, we're consistently seeking Him. All the time. So we're gonna be reading through the Bible together as a church. I came here, um, big church, big staff, I mean good guys. One of the things they constantly and we talk about all the time is. What else? I mean, I ask the question, all right, what else? I sit down at the end of the table and they're down there on the end and I'm just kind of leaning back and I'm saying, all right, what else could we be doing? What else? What else? What else? Is that true? I mean, what else could we be doing? There's, there's, and it's not to do for do's sake. It's like, here's the thing. What is the Holy Spirit leading us as a body to do? Think about, it. look back at last year, what God allowed us to do. Take Ecuador, for example. Take Ecuador, take take international missions. Well, let's see, Lottie Moon, inside your bulletin at the very bottom, this church, our goal again was $10,000. We gave $15,188. That is huge. That's international missions right there. (laughs) Praise God for that. That's really good. Uh, Annie Armstrong, local missions. We blew our Annie Armstrong out of the water. Guys, look, for those of you that's got this little single sheet of paper, You gave, the budget was, I ain't saying the budget number, but the budget number was this. And we as a church, you as a church consistently gave regularly out of your tithes and offerings and overflow and and as the Holy Spirit led you and this church is a giving church this church is a need meeting church this church does our budget was this you guys gave $60,000 over what the budget was I mean, God is doing, you guys, this church is not a pitiful church. This church is not a, 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 an unfortunate church. No, God has, has lavished His blessings and grace out over this place. Y'all gave twenty-something thousand dollars last year to buy Bibles in Ecuador. You realize the thousands of Bibles that are all over that place, they ask, we want a Bible. And I promise you, you give them a Bible, the first thing they do is they start, they ignore you, they open up because they've never had their very own Bible. Consistently. What else do we need to do, God? What else do you desire for us to do? We want to be obedient. Remember when we were going to Remember, church. Listen to this. Remember when we were helping Pastor Aurelio and Sister Clemencia and we were, we said, "Hey, we want to be able to fully fund him for a year. That's fully fund him and take care of him and bless him and his wife, so that they could be full time serving down there." And I'm telling you, I am these guys. Have met him, I am dirt compared to this guy. He's the most humble. He will get to his knees, him and his wife, and they will weep uncontrollably and they 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 have a heart and they just go and they serve and we said look if we could just and this was to me i knew you would do it i knew this church would do it and i said hey we're gonna we're gonna bless this man with one year's worth of salary you know what chapel hill did he got two years of salary Two years, when they told him over Christmas, his Christmas present, he fell to his knees and he just wept, they said. He was broken. He never saw it coming. He never saw that, wow, there is this group of people that doesn't even know him that stepped out on faith and blessed and gave. Here in the church, I wrote down a few things. We did a well Annie Armstrong, we did the giving um, in the in the actual building. We started little things, ma'ams. We got ma'ams, senior adult ma'ams back what February, January, February somewhere we went down and we said, "Hey, and and Ken's like, "I think God's leading us to start a new ministry with the ma'ams, middle-aged ministry. That's working, that's going good. Preteen. Preteen just got back. They just got back from Branson. Preteen is happening. Ladies on the heel is happening. Other stuff continuing to happen and happen and happen. God is doing stuff right here in this place. How many? I, I don't know. Baptized a bunch. We've got a whole bunch. How many? 13 baptisms last year. That's huge. God is working. God is doing, we're studying together, we're memorizing scripture together, we're praying together, we're going, we're loving, we're doing, we are reaching out. The football team, I mean, we've reached out all, in every Sunday school class here at Chapel Hill, loved on absolute strangers that was running all over, up and down our halls and all over this building. They were everywhere in you guys' hands. You know what you did? You served them and you loved on them. Guys, here's the deal. None of this is random. None of these are random acts. We don't serve a random God. We serve a consistent God. We serve a God who, when He puts His hand up us and takes over our lives, it's not like, here's the deal. I cannot tell you there's a danger. I'm I'm going ahead and warning you right now. One of the most discouraging and saddest things is to watch Christians who were running so well just fizzle out and just disappear. Levin Pewsworth. They just disappear. These are people that gave to help Aurelio. I'm just giving examples. These are people that you, you know. You know Chapel Hill. I'm, I'm brand new to this place. But you know Chapel Hill's history. You know the people that, that worked so hard. They raised our kids. They, they ministered. They, they poured in. They were, they were faithful here. And they gave here. And they loved here. And I'm not talking about those people that went on to be with the Lord. I'm talking about those that just disappeared. We don't serve a God like that. We serve a God who's consistent. We serve a God who has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness, and he has given us his spirit, and he has given us his word, and he has given us everything that we need. And he tells us to seek him diligently, not just seek him when we need him for bad things. I woke up this morning, one of my best friends in ministry, his wife's mother died. Tragically, not tragically, but she just, it was pretty sudden. Last night, when he, when he told me this morning, she's like, you know, Diana's mama passed away it's like it's heartbreaking and we pray for one another we love one another we serve one another and we're there for one another when when life happens consistency last week last week the lines were still there not really remember the lines those of you that were here last week I had a blank page up there and it was just lines how are you doing with your page I thought about that page all week long, and I—I I, I did. It just blew me away that Lord. And this is what I had: I, I was on the road yesterday, and I was riding, and I was saying, "Lord, I, I'm not writing nothing on this page about me. I don't want put. I don't want to put nothing on that page that that's all about me. I want those. I want that page to be full of stuff. Lord, I want to be consistent. I want to be a, a pastor, a, a husband, a. a a son, a friend. I want to be your, your soldier down here on this earth that shows up r- daily, not regularly, but daily, ready to, to serve you with everything that I have based off of this word. I mean, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who seek him behind the scenes, behind the scenes. There's been verses. There's been a verse. Go over to Matthew chapter 7. Behind the scenes of me, there's these verses that just just move next week. Next week, we're going to have a verse. There's going to be a verse that's going to lead and sort of direct the entire year. But it's all based on consistency. It's all based on showing up. It's all based on, Lord, I don't know why in the world you saved me. I don't know why in the world you've given me this life and blessed me, but Lord, I, I give what I have to you completely. Look at Matthew 7, 7. Sort of behind the scenes. You want to know, hey, what makes the preacher tick? It's here, right? And we're to believe this, right? We're to trust this book, right? Jesus says this, ask and it'll be given to you. As a naive little kid, and you read that and what God does is he matures us in that sheet of paper I talk about about us writing who we want to be and i don 't want to write Lord make me rich, make me powerful, make me influential, make me known that i don 't want that I just asking it'll be given to you seeking you'll find knocking it will be opened to you Lord what else do you want us to be doing Lord God what else Lord show us God you 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 got this group here and you got this church here and this body right here Lord what do you want us to be doing you want us to study your word you want us to to walk in obedience to your word you want us to apply it and to live it out every single day of our lives for everyone verse 8 Look at the promise for everyone who asks, receives. I mean, that is mind-boggling. That is not make-believe, fairy-tale, genie-in-the-bottle kind of stuff. No, that is the God of this universe, your Savior, who's looking at you saying, Look, ask me. Come looking for me. Come knocking. Check, Check behind that door. I'm there. I'm there. Guys, if there's things we want, if there's something we should desire, spiritualize, consistently spiritualize to see him in everything. We entertain angels unaware. We he's in everything. He's there for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to one who knocks it'll be opened. It will be you will get. It will happen. You will. And he gives this example that I as a daddy understand. What man is there among you who when his son asks for a loaf will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, you'll not give him a snake, will he? Parents, we just went through Christmas. Grandparents, we just went through Christmas. And I know we may not have been able to do everything on those lists, but you know what? We tried our best, didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we? If we, as broken, messed up people that we are, watched our kids on Christmas morning open those presents and their eyes lit up. And you know what? This, it's, I can't explain it. Something just—it's like a joy. You want them happy, don't you? And we're mess ups. Imagine what God wants for us, but we got to be consistent. Lord, I'm—I need you again today. Here I am, Lord. I'm—I'm I'm here, and it's not just—it's not just when when I'm going in for a for a checkup, checking this little spot that's laying right here. I've been watching it for a couple of weeks. Or I got, this, I got this ache, and, and it just feels funny. And the last person I knew had an ache that died from it. Not just from that. No, Lord, good morning, Jesus. Thank you for a great night. Thank you for life. Thank you for a brand new day. Lord, here I am. Use me today, Lord. I'm ready to go today. Lord, put me out there. That's asking. Asking, it'll be given to you. Seek Him, and He'll find. Knocking, it'll be open to you. Verse 11, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give to those who ask Him? Those verses are sort of behind the scenes of me. Sort of behind the scenes when I'm with the guys, sort of behind the scenes when I'm up here, when I'm preparing for up here, Lord, I just... I need you, God. I need you to come. I need you to, to do this. I need you to come and take over. Lord, I need you to please, Lord, prepare the hearts of the people so that they're not wanting to be entertained. Lord, prepare them and, and, and put a group of folks in here and, and fill this room. we got space for more people, but fill this room with people, Lord, that desires desires to know you. Desires to walk in obedience to you. Desires to get out of the way and allow you to be God of their life. And that's not just revival talk. That's not just, hey, I need to get my life straight talk. No, that's just who I am. That's who we are, church. Now, faith is impossible to please God. we got to seek Him diligently earnestly run after him with everything that we've got I encourage you to read the Bible and I've done this forever read it together with us or read it on your own but there's just something about when the body corporately is reading the Bible together because because we're on the same passages and we're we got the same questions and we're, we're all looking for the same dinosaurs together. And we all, you, you know what I mean? We all kind of wondering, we're talking about how big are the Nephilim? We're like, really? Wow. And we're just kind of blown. Our minds are being blown together at God once again. And here's the thing. Here's the sweetness of it. You may have read this book so, so, so many times, but I promise you. He'll show you something new this time too. He'll show you something brand new again. Don't you, I mean, I can answer for me. I'm going to answer the question. I want to be a more consistent Christian. Do you? I want to be a more consistent follower of Christ. I want to be more consistent in my prayer life. I want to be more consistent in my Bible reading. I want to be more consistent in not just my reading, but my Bible intake and application. I want to, Lord, I don't want to just be a hearer of the word, but I want to be a, a doer of the word. I want to, God, I want to, like, like this morning. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I was mean. If you don't accept my apology, that's your fault. It's off my chest. But I look out over an empty... Looking out over a half-empty room should burn you up too. Should make you say, I look there at those blue bags. We're going to get back to the blue. They're red now. We're going to get back to the bags like quickly. There's people looking for a Church. There's people looking for churches right now. Here's the here's the time of year when they're looking. You know, it's the New Year resolution. I'm gonna get my kids back in church. I'm gonna get my life straight. I'm gonna get my family right. I'm gonna get. There's no better church to bring them than Chapel Hill. Period. I'm not judging any of the rest, but I'm saying they need to be here. We got room for. We got godly teachers. We got the effort. The desire to walk in obedience is there. We're not perfect. Guys, none of us are perfect, but we're trying. Consistency. Consistency. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. I just want us to pray. Right there where you are. Lord, last week, guys, last week I had a, uh, had a blank page up there. This morning I've got a word. What areas where at do you need to be more consistent? Maybe it was a, you one of those that start out in January and February, you're just like reading it and then it just like the new wears off. Maybe it's your prayer life, maybe it's your Bible read, maybe it's your giving. Guys, this is a giving church. We give to a lot of things. I don't know where you're giving to, missionaries, needs. There's there's so much to be given to, believe me. Consistency. Remember last week? He don't judge you for your mess ups. It's a blank slate. Here God is once again. He's bringing you into the sanctuary with other like-minded believers. And he's giving you a, a brand new year. A brand new year. And he's speaking into your heart. Hey you. Hey you. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on following me. Keep on hungering for me. Keep on seeking, knocking. Keep looking. I want us to pray, Father God, help us, Lord. God in heaven, help us to be more consistent in our walk. Lord, we don't, we know we're not going to be perfect. Lord, we have fallen tendencies. We have. We are broken. We are so broken, Lord. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Whether it's giving, whether it's praying, whether it's reading, whether it's serving others and loving others, Lord. Or we start out a year and we say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do all these things. God, help us to be consistent. Lord, help us to help us to not promise the world. Help us to not sit there and and start doing all these things. And Lord, we just we just set ourselves up, Lord. Guys, I want you to ask the Lord a question right now. Say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Father God, as your kids around this room or in their spirit asking seeking. Knocking on heaven's door right now. Holy Spirit of God, speak to our hearts. What do you want us to start? What do you want us to stop? What do you want us to begin? What do you want us to change a little bit, tweak a little bit? God, do not. We don't want to stay. We don't want to be complacent. We don't want to be content. We don't want to be still. We can't be still when we're following. Did you hear that, church? We cannot follow and be still. God, here we are. Send us. Here we are. We'll go. Here we are. Lord, your army is listening. Your sons and daughters are listening, Lord. Without faith, it's impossible to please you, Lord. We know. God, help us to diligently, diligently seek you. With all of our heart. God, we can't wait. We can't wait to see what you're about to do. And we give you praise, Lord, in Christ's name. Amen.